please. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. Yeah, we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Wednesday to you and yours, 531. Happy Wednesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Good morning. How the heck you doing over there, pal? Doing fine, man. Just uh, marveling at the uh, at the weather in this particular corner of the world. We actually... Yesterday was insane. <laughs> the, the rain that... Just pounded down in the Niagara region was nuts. There was, and I'm not kidding you, a current on my street, <laughs> like flowing east to west. There's just water and debris pouring and running down my street for like 20 minutes yesterday during that crazy downpour, like mid afternoon. I guess probably around four o'clock or something. It was wild, man. This morning, it is incredibly just thick outside. Our buddy Tim yeah. Dennis at 610. Mm-hmm. I walked in, was briefly talking to him. He described it as soupy. Yeah, not quite pea soup. But soupy. <laughs> it's, yes. it's, uh, it is a thick. Not. It's like not even a fog. It's just. Yesterday was mm, like dangling, dangling between like insane downpours, and then the clouds would clear. It would bump up immediately to like twenty eight, twenty nine degrees. Steam everything. <laughs> Cloud back over. Rain again. <laughs> That was that was a wild one. Like I said, I've seen some downpours in my year and a half here, but that was uh, that one felt a little extra yesterday afternoon. Well, when I I got into the kitchen this morning, like the windows were fogged up. Yeah, they are in my office right now. I've got like, the AC the running. The top, top windows <laughs> fogged. The rain the rain was so heavy yesterday. It was send a video to your father heavy. Oh, that's how heavy the rain was yesterday. What did Scott say back? Yet to respond. Oh, son of a... <laughs> come on, Scott! Your son reached out. I thought the weather... Oh. I thought we come together on the weather. Weather is usually something he's willing to talk yeah, about. weather, junior hockey, short track racing. Yeah, Those are the three. <laughs> That's pretty much it, yeah. Oh. Wait till the first time you drive to the airport uh-huh. and you text him your time, right? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, only 37 minutes to get to the airport. <laughs> yeah, pretty he'll, good. He'll respond for sure. Yeah. I've got to feel he'll find. He'll get back. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe he didn't respond about that. Not yet. He may not have seen it. (laughs) Oh, great. Now Carl's making excuses. He saw it. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) You know what the brutal thing, too, with the weather is the kids were like, well, we want to go swimming because they've got the new pool and they've been waiting. and. Kids, there's lightning in the back. So that was the thing, right? I, mean, I was like, no, we can't. It's raining. They're like, I don't care. We'll swim in the rain. And I was Whoa. like, and I was like, no, the thunder and the lightning, you know, the pool is metal. It's not really mm. gonna work. And, and my daughter's like, I don't care. I'll get struck by lightning to swim. It's <laughs> like you just wait a couple of hours. You go out there. Don't quite think you understand how lightning works. It's <laughs> not just like I'll take the pain as long as I can swim. Eh, it's not exactly it, kid. That's the issue, right? I like, like the gumption, though. I hey, I like the passion. I'm mm-hmm. fully on board with it. And Marshall was like starting to learn to do the swimming without the life jacket, so he's really mm-hmm. wanting to keep going. And you want to capitalize on that. Sure, yeah, he's feeling confident, getting comfortable in the water. Yeah, you want to you double down. Lightning, though? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
I got some. I, what was that? I took a picture of. It. I got some new <laughs> seltzer drinks that I like to drink in the humidity. But I, I did see that. I can't yeah. do it. I'm looking to get a sponsorship by Vizzy. If Vizzy oh, is that what you're trying to get? Yeah. 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 You're trying you're trying to get the Vizzy bump. If it can, uh, they can get in touch with me. I'm willing to do a campaign with them. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening right now. I'm just saying, Soap and Brown Bump coming their way. Mm-hmm. Uh, dink of the day. I've got it lined up. You know, actually, Ash picked our uh, our banger today. Oh, what she got lined up? She got some white zombie. Let it roll. Let's get some. Let's get some sex going in the background. Sex? It's more human than human. Oh yeah, the moaning. Yes. Soap and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. <laughs> mm. Let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give it a. Oh yeah. So White Zombie 977 hits FM. It's a Soper and Brown show. Let's get going here with our dink of the day, Mr. Carl Brown. Where are we off to? Let's go hang out in New York. New York. Well, I guess it, it could be, you could say Michigan or New York. It's up to you. Oh. We got a traveling story then. Natasha Hill is her name. And I'm just looking at the story here. Did this technically happen in Sarnia or at the Sarnia border? I saw this story this week, and yes, it did. It was, yeah, because I'm, I'm looking the at Sarnia the picture. Bo- the Sarnia border crossing is the uh, is kind of uh, chief in this story here. Yeah. So- I saw this story. The girl has, uh, she's got a package of drugs. And she GPS the shortest way from somewhere in Michigan to Rochester. Grand Rapids. From Grand Rapids to Rochester. And the GPS gave her the shortest route, which involved cutting into Ontario. And that was her undoing. That was definitely her undoing. Also, how there's a measurement of how much meth she has in her in her, yeah. in her bag. So and it's insane. So this woman was trying to transport meth. From Michigan to New York. Yeah. And she probably would have got away with it had yeah, she probably. stayed within the mm-hmm. states. Yeah. So as you just said, she attempted to GPS where to go and did not realize it was taking her across the border. This is a little worse than when your directions just take you on the 407 and you <laughs> lose $30. In her bag, in her car, she had three kilograms of meth. <laughs> Three kilograms of meth. You know what meth weighs? Nothing. You know how much it takes to make three kilograms? How much is that worth, you are asking? $400,000 worth of meth mm-hmm. in her car. And somehow you screwed it up so bad <laughs> that you attempted... To yeah. cross the border with it. <laughs> I think she tried to like speed past a border agent when she realized like what was going on and then they just, yeah, they, swarmed her. So they pulled her and then they asked what's going on. Yeah. And she tried to get out of it by saying, I have some marijuana in my bag and mm-hmm. I was nervous. And she thought that maybe they would just. Not go look for the marijuana? No. Or nope. <laughs> she said, just give me the fine. I'm sorry. It's not quite just, how it works. Just the fine. She's still in Canada, is she not? Oh, she has been arrested and is being held and is facing charges. That's right. I saw this story early this earlier this week, and I think this was actually in like October or November. 
And the driver, I believe, is still in prison in Canada. Uh, her passenger, who lied about their name and age and was aiding and abetting, I think got time served after their five months and they let them they let them go back. <laughs> it. Um... Do you give the dink of the day to the GPS? No, you got to be better than that. <laughs> you got to check your directions, kid. You, you got to be better than that. There's obviously no travel into Canada right now. That's, yeah, that's so true too. Trying to speed past a border agent. Well, the GPS should have known that. <laughs> should have known about border closures. All right, you want to give the warning? You want to give ten percent to the GPS? Five percent. Five percent. You give twenty to the passenger mm-hmm. and seventy-five to the driver. Yeah, the passenger's got to chime in with some navigation help there. Okay. Or at least pop up and say, make sure it doesn't take you through Ontario. <laughs> this has you been... Gotta, you, you can't just sit in the passenger seat do nothing. This has been Dink Math <laughs> with Silver and Brown. <laughs> Silver and Brown. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. Somebody sent me this email yesterday. I don't know if they added you onto the email. Did you see the little beaver and hockey stick thing <laughs> i saw it on twitter i didn't see it via email but yes i saw a uh, rather stubborn beaver in the middle of a road somewhere in this fine country of ours and an older man who of course had a hockey stick in the vehicle making an attempt to remove this thing yeah <laughs> that's the best part it it uh, should have offered up the sherwood as a peace offering <laughs> that's a good point yeah <laughs> nice wooden stick um, that's right clip that uh, it's a, it just yeah. says um, in Ontario. I don't know if somebody can okay. tell us where it just says on, in Ontario. But, um, yeah, I, I guess the beaver's just taking the time, and the guy wanted to attempt to yeah, make sure it didn't get hit by a car. He's trying to do the right thing. You can see traffic backed up in both directions, yeah. two-lane street, and this thing is, is not moving. Now, it, it, he the guy is... Somewhat aggressively trying to almost like giving like backhanding it he's, off the road. He's putting the, he's putting the blade on the butt and giving it a little push. Well, you know, I was gonna say I, somebody was trying to be like this guy's hurting the beaver. No, I think I the, think so. I think he it gets to a point where he's like, dude, I'm trying to save your life here, <laughs> and the beaver though starts to fight back, like aggressively. Yeah. Turns and like snaps toward him a couple of times, almost kind of charges him a couple of times. It does. It's it's quite the dance they're in. I've got to be honest. This guy has some cojones on him and lasts yeah. longer than I think I would. Yeah, I mean the the video is like twenty seconds, and he doesn't fully clear the thing off the road because that that beaver is rather defiant. It's not exactly just willing to go. Stubborn bastard. He was happy where he was. Yeah, pretty much. Leave me here. Where on the list of animals you don't want to be bitten by does a beaver land? A Huge beaver. It should, probably, it should probably be higher up there than you'd think, right? It might and be in things, my top three. These things spend most of their life, you know, chomping down trees to, you know, drop them and make homes out of them I with their teeth, right? I yeah. I know there's a guy on YouTube forget his name, but he gets, like, bitten by animals as, like, for clout, basically. Yeah, sure. Um, and I've seen him get bitten by a snapping turtle. Hmm. He got stung by a murder hornet. Oh, yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Now, the thing with, like, the beaver bite would hurt, but I don't know if it has, like, the bite strength and radius to do the damage that, like, a larger animal is. But still, no doubt, if you're looking at your, you know, midday commute... 
and you're suddenly involved in this thing, you got to think twice about it at some point. Like it catches you on the shin, right? Because it goes for his legs. That's obviously what it does. Yeah. And then what? Yeah, it could sink in oh. on your shin, your ankle, your foot. He's wearing closed toed shoes. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah, that's safety good. first. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but is it's it's right up there with one of the most Canadian things I've ever seen. I was gonna say it's also yeah, it's one of the most Canadian videos I've ever seen. Like if there are a couple of empty Molsons, I'm sure if somebody needs to be standing there with a Tim's cup in their hand, <laughs> like this is a maple syrup traffic jam, uh, <laughs> on, like on that on that level. It's true. What, what you needed is you needed that bouncer from Texas to pick this beaver up and move him off the dance floor. Here's what you need. Did you uh, see that video uh, yesterday? I have seen the video. Which oh, my God. Let's discuss in a second because I just hit a song. All right. Um, maybe the most embarrassing way to get kicked out of a bar. Let, I don't let, know how you look your kids in the eye. Let's talk in like six this. minutes. Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. 604. I'm Matt Silver. He's Carl Brown. Uh, text the show anytime, 977-977. Did you post the video over on our Facebook page? Uh, yes, I did. It is uh, it is about to be posted as we speak. You use that scheduling tool. Oh, yeah. It'll be up at 6.05. It's about so 30 seconds early. This video, you, <laughs> you have to watch it. It's got to it be... It made the rounds yesterday a little bit. It has to be one of the most embarrassing ways mm-hmm. to get kicked out of a bar that I've ever seen. And this could happen a lot in the next little bit, right? I'm, we're bringing this story up today as a bit of a public service announcement. There's a story, and it comes out of Texas. There's a guy who is acting a fool at a bar. And I'd say he's I'd say he's roughly sober-sized, wouldn't you, Matt? Maybe a little smaller? Yeah, sure. Probably yeah, f- yeah, 5'7", 160. Sure. Like, he's not a, not a big dude. He's with a group of friends. He's been asked to leave. He won't leave. And a bouncer, who I would roughly put at Dave Batista size. A big man. Brock Lesnar-ish in a size. big man. Walks over and picks this dude up, like just grabs his arms and lifts him off the ground. Like by the armpits, right? Imagine yeah. grabbing a kid. Yeah. He lifts him out of the bar like his son and places him outside the bar to the cheers and applause of patrons while the Humpty Dance is playing in the background. (laughs) He lifts him like it's nothing. The way he picks him up, it's it's like you'd struggle more picking up a sack of potatoes. Like... It is one of the greatest de-escalation tactics I've ever seen. Because what do you do if you're that guy? What do you you want to kick? No, you gonna like, kick and scream a little bit while you're being literally. I said to you, he got sunned out of the bar because he picked him up and like basically adopted him in real time and set him down outside the bar. You, it's tr- incredible. You truly have to see it. You yeah. can you can witness the moment the man goes. I'm no longer a man here. No. Like, I am a child. <laughs> it's over. It is over. I'm shocked he didn't throw him over his shoulder and burp him after. <laughs> like, how do you, how do you even, like, how do you go, like, do you see your buddies after? Like, what do no, you... No, you move. You have to move. <laughs> this is your last day in Texas? Yes. You have to go to a new state. It yeah. is one of the most embarrassing 
you know, demasculating things I've ever seen. It's incredible. It's actually incredible. Is this going to happen to a lot of people in Ontario now that things well, are finally opening up? I don't know this specifically, but I was saying to you, and I'll say to our hits listeners right now, there are going to be some people, present company possibly included, sober, <laughs> that are going to get real excited when patios open back up. There are going to be people that are bombing through rounds. There's going to be some folks that you respect that are going to see some unintentional 9 p.m. bedtimes. I think as soon as this weekend. Maybe. But do not. Do not get carried out of a bar like a baby to the Humpty Dance. <laughs> Don't let it be you. <laughs> Video's up on the Facebook page right now. Somebody just texted and said, I'm calling it the toddler toss. Yeah, it, it may as well be. It may as well be. It carries them like 60 yards. It is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. The Sober and Brown Show. Some more reaction coming in of the guy being kicked out of the bar. It's Again, go see it at the Facebook page because yeah, it's up there. It's, it is easily one of the most embarrassing ways to get removed from something. The best is uh, the, the headline from MySanAntonio.com is, Let's watch a man get thrown out of this Houston bar like a tiny toy. And really, you should. <laughs> and really, there's nothing else to it. And he just, just picked up and straight up removed. I've seen some people get kicked out of bars or, or yep. football games or something. Yeah. And, and usually it's like you get your collar grabbed, you get rushed out, you get you know grabbed by a couple of guys and pulled out. You rarely see the one-man lift and carry. He's, the, the guy who gets carried out succumbs to it immediately. <laughs> He's got no other way. He does look like a, my dad's a lawyer guy, though. I can almost guarantee it. I'm shocked he didn't scream that out at him in some way. I could tell by the peach khakis he's wearing. <laughs> mm. uh, also got a text from our buddy Dozer. <laughs> Regarding some of the uh, storm activity we had mm -hmm. in the area yesterday, you said your daughter was willing to forego the lightning and go ahead and go swimming in the pool without a care in the world. That's right. And Dozer texted and said, getting hit by lightning's not so bad. Well, we got to hear the details on that. <laughs> yeah. Dozer, good morning, buddy. So you've been struck by lightning. Let's get the story. Yeah, I was working on a truck. The lightning hit the truck, traveled through the truck into me and my buddy that were working on the truck. So can you describe what did it, what did it feel like? Uh, it felt like my heart jumped about eight inches out of my chest, Yeah. stopped, and then started going again. Oh, really? My hands were were stuck on the exhaust pipe of the western stir I was working on for a couple of minutes, and then once I got feeling in my hand, I went and took a break for half an hour, yeah. come back, finished putting the exhaust together, tested it, made sure there were no leaks, yeah. parked it, and then drove myself to the hospital. <laughs> so what was, uh, what happened? You, like, did you have any lingering effects? No. <laughs> no. You go to the hospital, they take, have to check your enzyme levels, which is the muscle around your heart. Yeah. And if anything over 500 is cause for concern. And then they have to, if it's over 500, you have to wait six hours, I think it was, and then they take another sample. Yeah. As long as it's going down, you're good. Man, and so no, like, uh, no effects afterwards. Your arms, your legs, nothing. Everything was fine. Yeah. Wow. And it, it must have happened so fast that you didn't even fully realize what was happening at first? No, you just heard a big crack when the lightning struck, and then... Felt my heart jump out of my chest. My buddy was working on the truck with me. He got that too. You're like, you feel that? 
Like what? My heart jumped out of my chest to stop because oh, you felt it too then. <laughs> uh, Doze, I'm going to put you on hold, pal. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I thought he said it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, but if my hands were stuck to the exhaust for two minutes while I wait for the feeling to come back and I thought my heart left my body and stopped, I don't know if I'd classify that as not that bad, Dozer. You classify it as pretty significant? Yeah, I would, I would consider that as pretty significant. <laughs> <laughs> I would give that more than a four and a half out of ten. Frankly, I'm just uh, pumped that my daughter is still asleep and not listening to this show right now. <laughs> She's like, Dad, you heard the guy. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. So his heart jumped out and felt like it stopped for a minute. He had to go to the hospital for a bit, and he couldn't feel his hands for a bit. Whatever. Not that bad. Let me go swimming, Dad. It's pretty reckless. 97.7 hits FM. It's a Soper and Brown show. It's like somebody just texted in after we heard Dozer talking about Mm -hmm. getting hit by lightning. They said, I should have went outside. Probably would have got struck by lightning. Better chance of that over winning that Lotto Max uh, draw last night. Yeah, I don't think the lightning hit anyone, and I also don't think anybody won that Lotto Max jackpot. No, they I looked didn't. At the, I looked at the app this morning. You said you hadn't even checked your tickets yet. And I said, well, nobody won. And you're like, oh, you kind of ruined my whole <laughs> surprise. I, I, had a, I thought you maybe had some waiting at home for you. But no, still still sitting as we look today at uh, $70 million estimated uh, up to fifty. One million dollar max million oh prizes God. on that uh, on that Lotto Max. So. Yeah, we don't go higher than seventy, right? Seventy is the highest, is, I think. Is, is that the is that the cap? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not like that uh, Mega Millions jackpot in the states where they. Oh, the one that just goes haywire once yeah, in a while, yeah. every couple of years. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure for for whatever reason, I don't know why mm. they cap it at seventy. I, I, what's mm. even the thinking behind that? No one needs more than seventy. Well, yeah, I guess, but it means they're keeping the money, no? I, I don't think just putting, but the max millions keeps rising, right? Yeah, but what what was what was the max millions um, for last night's draw? It was yeah. hanging around forty seven. It's now up to fifty. Oh, okay, so we've only added three max millions. Yeah, I'd see. This is where I think it's fishy because guaranteed <laughs> ticket uh, the people buying tickets went way up yesterday. It always does when it's at seventy. Now you were telling me off air that you have a theory. About ticket purchasing. Now, this, I have no merit to this whatsoever. No burden of proof here to be clear. No evidence. This is strictly your gut feeling that you have developed without research, but you have a platform, therefore, (laughs) go ahead and express yourself. Do me a favor, throw on the tinfoil hat with me here. Mm -hmm. Check outside if there's lightning first. (laughs) Uh, My wife has, over the last few weeks, started buying. Her the lottery tickets on like through the app. Yeah, that's what my Chelsea did mm-hmm. as well. I didn't even realize you could do that. That's how I knew that I lost already this morning. So, my theory is, there's no way they're ever going to let somebody buy through the app and win the jackpot. You don't think so? I think anybody buying through the app, you've immediately lost. Would that not encourage more people to buy the app or to download the app? Maybe I think people are already like, doing it. Don't you want more? You want more engagement with your with your app, right? You know what so just you re- happened? Wouldn't Carl? it go the other way? Wouldn't you reward it? You know what just happened? What happened? You cut out your microphone. Cut out when you were talking. <laughs> I'm You're, being censored. You are being censored by Big Lotto. I'm being, I'm being held under thumb by Big Lotto. I'm I was saying, you. I was saying that wouldn't more people engage with the app and download it be more likely to if you had more winners from the digital side? You cut out again. 
Shut up. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm like, I know I did. No, I was no, watching my thing joking. the whole time. I was just joking. Um, I, I mean, maybe. I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like the online stuff, no way. There's, I, don't, I, I just don't even know why. Again, I have no merit to it, but I believe nothing, that if you, buy through, it. if you buy through the app, yeah, you're not winning the jackpot. It's got to be a physical ticket. That's how you feel. I feel that way. I don't even know why. <laughs> I just do. No reasoning. There's I, I, zero Nothing reasoning. behind it. I just think well, that they're like, throw them these numbers, and it's guaranteed not going to happen. Yes. Get out of here. Yeah. They're preying on people who are just dying to, to win, that they won't even leave their house. We're buying it right, right in our couches, and they're just taking that money. Somebody texted and said 28 people won one million dollars last night. Okay, that's pretty good then. So if there were twenty-eight of those, yeah, and then the max million prize still bumped up to fifty. Okay, okay, you would be right. <clears throat> excuse okay. me, that there was more uh, interest and tickets bought that yeah. were then paid out, and then it still jumped up. That would make sense, right? So somebody here says people have won a million online. Okay, they've won a million, but have they won the jackpot? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, let's uh, take a break. I need to take off my tinfoil hat. It's itchy. Uh, let's get to open mic in a few minutes. If you do want to get something in for Carlos, something in for myself, something in for Hits Nation, I'm going to explore this conspiracy theory a bit more, and we'll talk in six minutes. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, you can text the show. Call us too, 905-688-9797. Hap texted in, said he won 30 bucks on yesterday's uh, Lotto Max draw. Chicken shoes for Hap Daddy. <laughs> Chicken shoes for Daddy. <laughs> that was good. Big winner. I like this here. I, I, I have a theory, and again, yeah. no merit. I've got no evidence to back this up. you got no backup. So, you, you ever had a hunch? You've just never had a hunch, Carl? You just go, this is in what my I life, believe. This I've is just a, what I believe. I've had a hunch or two. <laughs> I just, for some reason, believe that they're never going to let somebody win the jackpot through the app. Text. It's such, such a weird, it's just a weird stance, but okay. Text message here says, well, the draw's random every time. Sure, pal. Is it? Whatever you say, yeah. but just like the just like the NHL draft lottery. <laughs> here's a theory. <laughs> here's a here's a, a or here's a, an idea. Somebody wanted to drop down, Matt. Over the next month, you mm-hmm. buy one ticket in store, one ticket on the app. Okay. And you follow along to see which one wins the most. Does a month give you a large enough sample size? Well, I, I don't know. I want answers now, Carl. Yeah, that's a, that's a, put that on Matt Soper's uh, tombstone. I'd like the answers now. We're going to have to wait and play this out a little bit. How many, What, you want me to go right through the summer? Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about this in September? We're going to, what, what do you got? You got something to do? Oh. You got somewhere to be? I guess not. Huh? I'm, I'm starting to be allowed to. You got priorities? <laughs> you got things, things I'm let, starting to be allowed let, to do. Let your wife continue to buy... Like the one or two tickets yeah. through the app. Yeah. You buy a physical ticket, and at the end of the summer, see who's ahead. God damn, I'm in. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Some soper and soper science. Oh. You guys can sort it out. <laughs> nice. Uh, also, title of our sex tape. Uh, what is the best <laughs> backhanded compliment? Oh, man. 
a good there, insult. There, are, there are so many. What about what about? You've reached your potential. Yeah. You're saying I got nothing left in the tank? <laughs> yeah, it's like you've peaked, and it's you, all downhill from here. You and I, especially me, have a way of turning any positive reinforcement into an insult. Always. So that's uh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, oh, what about the cla- <laughs> what about the classic? I don't care what anybody says about you. I think you're fine. I always I always get. I think my favorite, especially working radio, is oh, you don't look like I pictured. <laughs> okay. Is that good? Is that bad? What do you want me to say to that? What would you like? What would you like me, as somebody who is standing in front of you, to say to that? Okay, fun. <laughs> you also don't look as I figured you would, stranger. <laughs> what about the classic? Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, that's good. good yeah. Good. You're good. right. You're totally right in this situation. Good, good for, for you. you. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, actually. I think yeah. I like that better. Uh, last one here from Celine, and I actually posed this to you off air. Uh, Celine said, "Which animal is the biggest party animal?" And I said to you, "It's got to be the dog." Due to their social abilities. Yeah, it's ninety percent of people are yeah. jacked up when a dog enters the room. You have a little party. Maybe the dog's been downstairs, isolated away from everybody. Let the dog come up. People greet are everyone. Pumped. Everybody's happy to see him. Right? And and the dog's happy to see you, livens up the party, wants to talk to everybody, does a few you, tricks. And then you let your dog in. Everybody goes, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that Oh, my God, I got to get out of here. That's a very different situation. <laughs> but I, I said to you off air, try to find me an answer better than dog, because I don't think there is. What about a parrot that, like, mimics people? Like, like talk back? Mm. That's not bad. It's a good party trick. I don't know if it's a good party animal. Well, it would be good for like a one-off. Yeah, have like a cool monkey who can open beers. Like that's pretty cool. Monkey's not bad, but again, the one yeah. problem I have with monkeys is I don't like a pet that could wield a knife. Might get panicked. Might bite off a finger. Uh, that's, that's what I mean. The dog could too. Technically, Do- dog couldn't wield a knife. No, it could, could bite a finger. But the monkey—that's what terrifies me, right? <laughs> monkey's like, hey, I'll get you a Corona. You want a slice of lime in it? Boom, yeah. stabs me. <laughs> Operating the bottle opener like a weapon. That ever happened to you? <laughs> huh? huh? You ever have your scalp ripped off by a gorilla? Huh? <laughs> the Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. A couple of texts here I want to read. The uh, dinosaur bone story. <laughs> Shall we share? Do you want to read that text? Yeah, it's so perfect, man. Like, you couldn't get a better encapsulation. Honestly, like, a, you know, text of the year worthy here. You know how things with the government work. If they find gold... Or a dinosaur in your backyard, it's theirs. If they find drugs, they're yours. <laughs> it's, it's just chef's kiss. Perfect. It is the classic, the bank <laughs> accidentally deposits money into your accounts. Yep. Oh, they're coming for it. It doesn't matter if it was their mistake and yeah. you spent it. The, yeah, that's our error, but also your problem. Exactly, and they'll even fine you for it and charge you interest for it. Mm-hmm. But if it's the other way around, <laughs> you owe them money. We're also going to need that money. 
and charge you interest for it. I just, because my first thought was, <laughs> hell of a deal for them. Could you would would you make a pretty penny off the dinosaur bones? But I think at most you're going to get a bit of a kickback on whatever land they have to disturb that you can't farm on during that time. Mm-hmm. I think that is the best deal you're yeah, going to get. You're probably right. Eh? Beyond that, there's some like I don't know historic. We discovered something rights that probably rules over the whole deal. <laughs> Uh, the other question that uh, came in uh, during open mic, I want to say about 20 minutes or so ago, somebody said, who is the biggest or which animal is the biggest party animal? I had said it was a dog. And I think that's a very fair judgment due to their social nature. Mm-hmm. Everyone's happy to see a dog, right? Totally works. <laughs> Great text here. Yeah. Uh, from a listener who said, when we were younger... I had a roommate, and he had a black lab. We had two six-pack coolers fashioned into saddlebags for the dog and a lighter on a retractable key ring that the dog wore around during parties. He was known as Party Joe. <laughs> Best party animal I've ever known. Oh, Party Joe. That is incredible. What a great name. Uh, and- a book. Vo- a vote in here. Go yeah. ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, the best thing about that is, you know the dog loved it. The dog like gets, around. Guy gets, or dog gets called over for the lighter help, gets some yeah. scratches, gets some pets, Absolutely. gets told he's a good boy and moves on with his life. Gets to move on, gets a cool little nickname, everybody's happy to see him. I want a party Joe. <laughs> Every party would be better with a party Joe. Anyways. Your dog is not a party Joe. No, definitely not. Nor is mine. Uh, great vote here for a dolphin. As the biggest party animal. One of the only animals documented to have sex for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been theorized that they uh, consume puffer fish to get high. And they can do wicked flips. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know, that is it's pretty worth, good. It's worthy. Very worthy. You just going to have them in your pool in the backyard? Or? That's the problem. Well, you have the pool. So yeah. I mean, you, you got yeah. a starter's case there. Yeah, yeah. I got the ticks. How are they with ticks? Our ticks party animals. Oh, God. They'd probably no. love it if you had a party. <laughs> they they would be jacked up if we had a backyard party. There's no no doubt about that. Okay, let's quickly give a podium. I'll go do- I'm going dog gets the gold. I think dog it's gets the gold for sure. Fun. For sure. I'm gonna put the I feel like I want to put the dolphin in the bronze spot just because of the difficulty of housing it. Are we going monkey for silver? It just it still scares me a little bit. Isn't fright part of the thing though? Isn't the fear part of the evening? I guess it what floats your boat, I mean. <laughs> For some people, it might be. A little fear mixed in with that social atmosphere. I like it. Putting hey, the monkey in the silver. I thought you were going to say a different S word there. <laughs> Welcome to Machine! 905. 682-9797. Cheryl said baby goats are the best part of party animals. Yeah, baby goats could party. Yeah. Yeah. Koalas are the real party animals. Are koalas as chill as we think they are? No. Have you ever seen a koala scrap? No. It's madness. Is it? Fur everywhere. Mm. I know they, like, I see the claws, and I wonder if that very chill bear has some aggression hanging in there. Let me ask you this. Okay. Do they mean sloths? No, I don't think so. What's the sloth going to do? Just, I mean, everybody's got a sloth buddy for a party, right? Well, they said koalas are the real party animals. They're always high. Mm-hmm. It feels like a sloth always looks like it's baked out of its mouth. Oh, no, but the koalas, like, they eat those eucalyptus leaves, and they actually get high off Oh, them a for real? Bit. I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. 
The sloth is just the guy who's like quietly asleep in an armchair at ten o'clock. You just leave him. <laughs> don't don't draw on him. We've come on. We're all grown ups here. Don't can we draw stack on him. beer cans on his head. Yeah, you can do that, but okay. don't draw on him. Okay, fair, totally fair. We all got work to go to on Monday. <laughs> uh, let's start with a call from Bubbles. Oh, Mister Soper Brown, I just wanted to say, Mister Soper, that uh, you've got power as a radio here. I discovered that. Uh, you can make Carl Brown accept all of his spend requests, which I think was fantastic. <laughs> I'm a little behind on your podcast. I also found out I'm named after one of your bumps or lumps or something going on there. That's Not right. sure how I feel about that one. Anyway, boys, I just wanted to say that I think you're doing a fantastic job. And uh, shout out to Hits Nation. You're listening to 977. It's FM. Rock on, boys. Thank you very much. <laughs> It's been a while since we've had a Bubbles impersonator on the machine. Yeah. And I don't know if my standards have changed or if that was actually one of the better we've had. I thought I, I actually do think it's uh, maybe one the best the, one we've had. Yeah, that was one of the better ones we've had for sure. And yes, your your powers of uh, of guilting me, saying people were sending you messages That's asking right. why I didn't like them because I wouldn't accept their friend right. request on Facebook, <laughs> which is nothing about that, more just a personal distrust of the entire platform. But, uh, <laughs> yes, I did I did clear out the bin and accept a bunch recently. I'll let them stack up for a bit, and I'll go back, and You'll I'll review it a couple times, a couple You'll, months' time. you love to see it, folks. Oh, you do. Uh, you want to hear a joke? I'd love to hear a joke. I got a joke for you. What's a robot do at the end of sex? He not. And then bolts. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving that a six out of ten. Oh yes! He nuts and bolts. That's good pretty stuff. Good. Yeah, pretty good. Somebody asked yesterday, "What's the highest rating you've ever given?" I think maybe a seven. Did you give a seven at one point? Six and a half or a seven? Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- it, seven may have been the top. I don't you know, remember the joke though. <laughs> I saw a note yesterday on Netflix that the second season of I Think You Should Leave is going to be released on uh, uh, on Netflix in July. Really? Yeah. This, there's a second season coming out in July. No My brain is so broken by like that show, by like Bo Burnham's new special. I don't... I'm not sure that I recognize what I think is funny sometimes we anymore. We shouldn't be looking at you as a gauge. The traditional format of jokes, I think, is lost to me, and it has to be so bizarre and inflective or like completely out of left field that I definitely am not the measuring stick we should go by. But again, like I said, the game is not impressed the soper because if it was... Oh, yeah. Any- Everybody would win. <laughs> every, every oh, it's the attack. best joke I've what would you give that? You would have given that an eight and a half. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Best joke I've ever heard. Uh, let's hear from. We talked about tree slugs. Oh, gross. Last week. Tree slugs having sex. Yeah. The slimy worm. Leave me be. I'm going to slime all up over here on this tree slug. Uh, I'm going to make a sweet slime and love. Uh, uh, and then, you know, what I'm going to do that. I'm going to slime all over Chelsea, number one. Oh. And then I'm going to slither over and slime on Chelsea, number two. Don't. I 
I can't believe she's going to uh, slime on Shelby. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, man. But somehow the wives have been brought into the slimy worm battle. Please don't slime our wives. <laughs> Why does she sound so much like Mr. Hankey from South Park? <laughs> so much. Who's sexier, though? What, the worm or the poop? Yeah. <laughs> the Wait, worm. Do you want to watch it? No. Okay. No, I don't want to watch it. Let's hear from Ed now. Ed is the guy who's trying to bring us to his farm so we can use his equipment. Oh, right, 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 yeah. yeah. And he also wanted to drop down a fun fact. Yes, it's Ed Gladney from Circle Eddie's Waterwells calling again. If you guys want, I'll drop my excavator on the front yard of the White House. No. You guys can look at it or whatever. No. Just call before you dig. And the other thing is, just so you guys know, but the largest recorded turd is 11 feet. And I wouldn't want to be the guy holding the cake. I mean, I should have uh, figured it out. Have a nice day, guys. Bye. All right. A lot to unpack here, Carl. Number one. Please do not drop your excavator on the front lawn. I like that. You can look at it or whatever you want to do. You know what we're going to do. <laughs> I like it falls out of it. Just call before you dig. Yeah. Safety first, kids. We we can't be digging holes in the, front, the White House front lawn, so please don't do that. Our first ever front lawn Fridays is you and I just turning the turf over. Why not? Who says Why no? Not? Come on. Except for Bill. Yeah. Uh, number two. Except for literally everyone involved except us. Is that actually a real fact? I have no idea. An 11-footer? It can't be human, though. It sounded like he said it was. He just said turd, period. He didn't say who it came from or what it came from. It it, it coming from anything sounds insane. (laughs) It was the the poop in Jurassic Park. That was the one. (laughs) It was the one that Jeff Goldblum took (laughs) off his glasses and looked at. With that, let's finish with the text and landline. Have you ever noticed that Carl and Adam have never been in the same room together? Maybe they made like tree slugs, bitch. Guaranteed. <laughs> More aggressive, though. 905-682. We disagree about wrestling during it. 9797. <laughs> I don't think I want to watch that. You can call the machine anytime. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. 977-977, you can text the show anytime. A lot of texts came in uh, during yeah. the machine there, including the slimy worm situation. A couple of things came in. Uh, a few people backing up our take, and that, that was one of the better bubbles that we've ever received on the machine. Seriously, really good. And there's been a new trend taking over uh, the text box, and it's something that you and I do on the show, which is often when a uh, when a phrase will come up on the show that may not be a perfect band name, I'll ask you, and say so you can pick a number between one and whatever, and we'll make that the first album from mm-hmm. said band. So somebody texts in, and they, uh, <laughs> they says, Sweet Slimy Love, whose album is that? So I replied to the text, I said, we pick a number between one and 116. That's your fake name, fake band name list, right? Yeah, that's my list that I have in front of me. We've, we've so far tallied 116 fake band names. Uh, I've been keeping track since September. So I said, pick a number between 1 and 116. He picked 42. 42. Sweet Slimy Love is the first album from Sticky Alternatives. Wow. You couldn't have nailed it any better. It's incredible. Sticky Alternatives. I also got a text, 
And I believe this was related to Eddie and the 11-foot turd that he called in a boat. He said somebody broke the record, the longest turd, uh, human turd. At least I believe that he meant human. We, we think human. Uh, <laughs> text came in and without context. He just said, some girl pooped down a bowling alley. And I had to reply back. I said, is this related to the turd message on the machine or just something that you saw happen? He said, no, it's, re- it's, it's related to the story. <laughs> well, I am glad that they texted it in because I decided to look it up. Multiple texts came in saying, well, what if it was like an elephant or a no. whale? An 11-foot turd wouldn't be that big well, of a deal. Well, no, the whales... It's kind of like a, it comes out as like a cloud, mm-hmm. not as like a straight yeah. piece like you or I, and or like a giraffe or an elephant. It just kind of piles. It's not. It's not like a Play-Doh like presser, like where he just an, comes not, out. Not an end-to-end kind of deal. Well, let me tell you, I now realize why that person texted in saying some girl pooped down a bowling alley. So. The Did longest actually poop down a bowling alley? The longest human poop ever recorded was an astounding 26 feet. Was set in 1995 by a woman. And she did it at a high school bowling alley in Michigan. <laughs> Why a high school? Because it was the only surface long enough to record the result. So, are you wondering how like it happens? How did she, like how does she know? How did she know that this was coming and that she needed a runway? You know what I mean? She must have had some kind of preparation here, like some kind of I feel like after she did her business, she she thought to herself, "These are record breaking. I better get in touch with somebody." Did she practice? Would the first person you got in touch with, if you had, let's say, a 6-foot uninterrupted poop, not be a doctor? I don't know. <laughs> like, this, is this even real? Did she have to walk? Do you shuffle backwards or forwards? I think I'd go forwards. Like yeah, this... you'd have to go forward. Yeah, initially Down a I bowling backwards. Alley. Did they volunteer the alley for it, or did she just go there? That must have been set up ahead of time. What do you mean the only surface long enough? Yeah, question's coming in. Did she poop and walk? How did she know it would be solid? How do you know any of this? How do you, do you practice? Do you move slowly to ensure it doesn't, like, what break? Were you intentionally trying to set the record? Is there a speed that you have to go? Like what you- year what year was this in? 95. 95. Man. Like, you couldn't go too slow. No. But you couldn't go too fast. No. Get Jonathan on the phone. <laughs> what, to try it or to yeah. find the woman? No, to try it. I want to talk. I need to talk to the person. <laughs> if, they're al- if they're alive, I need to talk to them. Who cleaned it? I still want to know if the bowling alley knew it was happening. Oh, for sure they did. Was it a volunteer deal? For sure they knew. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I got a lot of questions. <laughs> I don't know if we're getting answers. I don't. Uh, that's a tough one. It can't be real. Well, it can't be.
26 feet. I appreciate the person who texted. I'm getting Jonathan on the phone. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. You know, I got to say, never did I imagine a random, quote-unquote, fun fact about mm-hmm. the world's longest poop. Yeah. Did I imagine that it would break the text box? I think the original caller, our buddy Ed on the machine, with his claim of 11 feet, might have been a little closer. Yeah. So we need to give the full details and walk something back because a text message came in and said, a woman pooped down a bowling alley. Mm -hmm. So we looked it up, and the first thing you Google Google is a woman in Michigan, 1995, apparently took a 26-foot poop down a bowling alley. That's right. Her name's Michelle Hines. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I've done some digging, and it's false. No, oh, come on. It's false. You mean everything I read in the internet isn't true? It's very possible it is not true. The, uh, the case of the accomplished colon received renewed attention <laughs> in March 2021 when it was shared with uh, some comments celebrating, yeah, very cute, her history month. Uh, it's a genuine uh, screenshot here. Yeah, so apparently... During the 90s, this uh, Michelle Hines, who orchestrated this, was like a hoax artist. She did things um, like a a six-foot-tall corn cob, uh, images of Bigfoot, crop circles, and, in this case, a 26-foot-long poop. So you're saying to me she was a professional troll? She was creating hoaxes and art installations, apparently, throughout the 90s. She's a Uh, troll. she even included a fictional backstory. <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. This is her fictional backstory to the incident. In February of 95, working in conjunction with nutritionists at the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor, I adopted a super fiber-rich diet, which allowed me to successfully produce a single extruded excrement measuring the exact length of 26 feet. Wow. I documented this extrusion at the Cranbrook Kingswood High School Bowling Alley in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, which offered a length of floor suitable for the process and measuring of the results. You know, that is, the key to a good lie is giving specific information. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it makes it just sound so factual, right? Yeah. Adding in pro. that high school and stuff, so, it's brilliant. My favorite part about this the uh, the debunking uh, Snopes article that I was sent was published on my birthday this year. Oh my God, that's remarkable! Not perfect. As somebody who knows his poop. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm upset. Don't be. We went on a wonderful journey. Yeah. My favorite parts were the breaking down of how exactly you would commit this act uh, if you were to pull it off. Uh, such as uh, cutting a hole in the bottom of a wheelchair yeah. and having somebody push you, uh, dropping trowel while wearing roller skates and having somebody slowly move you forward. That's my favorite one. You unleash. It's my favorite one. There were some great, like, how do we break this down technically in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, <laughs> laying this out? <laughs> I like the text that said, but how many pins did she knock down? <laughs> That was one of my favorite texts that came in. not bad. All right, well. A hoax, unfortunately, but a great hoax that, you know, has lived on for 26 some odd years. Shelby, anything you want to say to this woman? You're a dirty werewolf. That's right. I couldn't agree more. Well, I appreciate the original message and the text that came in. That was like 30 minutes of wild content. We went on a journey. We completed the circle. 
<laughs> Put a bow on it. The poop circle? That's correct. Does it go with the poop fence? The complete circle. 7-7 Hits FM. So yesterday, if you were in the GTA area. Or anywhere on social media. True. You would have seen that the CN Tower went full villain, Carl. They went to the uh, Blue Blanca Rouge. Uh, CN Tower, as they often do, will light up different colors uh, just to support different things. And this time around, they decided, hey, Montreal Canadiens, even though they beat the city that we Mm -hmm. are erect in. Where the footprint is. We're going to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. This is Canada's team going forward, and we are lighting up red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Do you have the post uh, in front of you? I should just grab exactly yeah, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking at, uh, let me see if you're, uh, tonight the CN Tower will be lit uh, red, blue, and white for the uh, Canadians who will go on to represent Canada's hope for a 2021 NHL Stanley Cup. That was from the CN Tower uh, Twitter account. And as you can imagine, uh, Leafs fans, they were real supportive. (laughs) Oh, wait a second. The outcry was wild. People were angry, man. Now, there are many ways you can look at this. One, it's a building, and it's hard to get upset at a building. Um, (laughs) Let people try. Some some folks have tried. Uh, Two... It is the CN Tower, Canadian National, not Toronto, mm-hmm. right? But the footprint remains here. And for that, having to look up at it, you know, it's not like they put it after the first round. They waited until we had in a, like one Canadian team mm-hmm. left from this North Division playoff. Mm-hmm. Would they have done the same for Winnipeg? I think so. Would they have done the same if it was Vancouver? I think so. You think so? I think they were going to do it regardless. There's an interesting, like, I don't, I don't, I don't love our, na- I don't love our national monuments or anything like that. Really getting involved in supporting one team or another. No, I don't, I don't really, I don't really love that storyline. What, what's your, what's your take on this? I, I see why. Yeah, Leafs fans are upset. It's just a reminder, right? You got to look up at it and go, look, I'm already embarrassed. The team lost in a way that doesn't really feel like you, you know, that you went out on your shield. You kind of went out with a whimper. And you look at that. It's been a week. Maybe you moved on a little bit. They've gone on and swept Winnipeg. And you got to look at it. Go, Come on. Come on. You're a massive Canucks fan. It's documented. It's true. Um, you're back in BC. And mm-hmm. the Canucks lose embarrassingly to the Calgary Flames. Mm-hmm. And then the Flames go on to sweep whoever. Yep. They're the last team left. You live in downtown Vancouver. Some Vancouver monument gets lit up with orange and yellow or red or whatever. Red, yellow, and white or something. You handle that well? Nope. <laughs> no, I would not. You you wouldn't at all. I would not. And you know what's funny is I'm seeing in the text box a number of Habs fans saying, thanks, but no thanks. Really? A number of them. And that's my feeling too. Is as let me, let me say this. As a Canucks fan... And Vancouver was the last team to represent Canada in the Stanley Cup final. Didn't exactly feel the swell of national support, let me tell you. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay? So whatever this Canada's team narrative that some people like to hang on to, that casual fans jump on board and get on the bandwagon and see the cup return to Canada? No. I think it's one of the laziest media narratives ever created in this country. You're not, you don't care so much about the, the, the team no. in the city. No. What about what? the fact that jokes will stop of it's your, it's Canada's game and you guys can't even win a cup? Okay, I don't, it's not about the cup. Our Canadian players win Stanley Cups every single year spread yeah. out amongst this league. When you talk like the Olympics, the World Juniors, the IHF World Championships that you and I talked about earlier this week with uh, your sins combining on the winning goal and all yeah. the guys that went over there and played hard for two weeks in Latvia in a bubble after spending a whole season in the bubble. Those are the Canadian teams where we can gather together and root for it. Mm-hmm. My tribalism is way too strong. To, to root for the Habs or to take the Habs as some representative of the of the the Canadian the Canadian game and bring it back to us. I don't know why Canada would ever be insecure about hockey in the first place and the want to bring it back here. I I tend to I'm rooting for players at this point. Yeah. That's like I'm a Sens fan, so yeah. I'd like I'd like to see Vegas win because Mark Stone sure. it was an incredible Sen and I think he's a great player. For for the Habs, I would be happy for Carey Price. There you go. I would be happy for Carey Price. Sure. Carey Price. I would be a great l- capper to an incredible career for guys like him and, and Shea Weber. Y- yeah, sure. Right. That one you get to put on the resume, right? That's that's one of the, like I, it's not to me. I'm like oh, like can't yeah. seem. I would love to see Carey Price hoist a cup. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. I wouldn't mind seeing Tampa repeat. Braden Point was on my fantasy hockey team, and he was essential and won me a bunch of money this year. And if that guy adds a second ring, good for you, Braden Point. Yeah. That's who I'm rooting for. Do you think they're gonna? How long? How long is it gonna be lit up with the Habs colors? I think it was. I think it was a day. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be like throughout the playoffs. People were hot. If they make the finals, maybe. Does it get re-upped if they get through another round? Yeah. Do we have this whole conversation again? I like. I do like the multiple people are saying, "Get that Toronto stink <laughs> off of us." Yeah. Like, we don't want any of that bad juju. That's right. That's right. Sometimes you like, you know, the haves are underdogs. Sometimes you like the us versus the world thing, right? Mm-hmm. Close the room off. It's the 23 guys in here versus everybody else out there. Take our colors off your tower. I kind of get it. I get that mentality. Somebody just said the CN CEO is a French guy. I think CN Rail has a headquarters in Montreal, right? Oh, my God. They've been working from the inside the whole time. <laughs> now. Now. It's time. It's time. For Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, it's 842. Carl Brown 2-0 on the week. He's feeling it. He's feeling hot. Going for a Habs sweep. <laughs> Do I jinx it? Do I jinx it? Is it like I a shutout? It, I think you might have. Oh, we'll see. It's a five-game series. Do I have to go three and two, or do I have to sweep the whole five games? No, you got to go three and two to, to to move on to the next week. If not, okay. we fire you on the spot. On the spot? Oh, yeah, it'd be tough. Oh, oh boy. Real rough. Big stakes. I'm new car shopping. That's not good news. <laughs> uh, you're battling on behalf of Will in Niagara Falls today. Okay. Um, we got David in Binbrook who's going to try and take you down. David, good morning, buddy. How the heck you doing? Oh, David, you there? Yeah, here you Oh, there we go. How you doing today, David? Good yourself? I'm doing well, buddy. Uh, got $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw and try and make you a millionaire tonight. How's that sound? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. How are you when it comes to random trivia? 
Not bad. Not bad, not bad. Okay, well, you know the deal. Three questions, all multiple choice, and we give you the option of going first or second. What do you want to do? I'll go second. One second. Okay, you sit Very tight. Well. Carl Brown, you ready to go, pal? Ready for it. All right, let's... Can you tell me, Carl, what is the god of Uranus? <laughs> What is the god of Uranus? <laughs> is it the god of fire? The god of land? Or the god of sky? The god of Uranus. Sorry, is land, sky, or what was the other one? Fire, land, or sky? I'm going sky? You're going correct. Oof. Yeah, that's, where the, that's where the planet is. The so. hell was that, David? Yeah, David, no clue. David, you got birds over there? Yeah, what's going on in the background? Um, yeah. <laughs> Should we be concerned, Carl? Dave, are you on the chicken farm right now? No, no. <laughs> I'm in a parking lot. Okay. okay. All right. That's a little weird. Why, you hear birds? We hear, yeah, so- we we hear something. We hear something squeak. I thought it was birds. Oh. Are you in a... What parking lot are you in? I'm in a I'm in a school parking lot. <laughs> was, that, was that the admission? Was that the admissions bell? Yeah. That, yeah. Three was that first period. First period just started. Yeah. You're late, Dave. Put that joint out. Let's go. <laughs> uh, David, can you tell me which for the, these countries that I'm going to list, which has no jails? No jails. Is it Greenland, Iceland, or Netherlands? Um, I'm going to go Greenland. Incorrect. Carl, do you know? I would have gone Greenland or Iceland. So Netherlands. Iceland. Really? The Netherlands, apparently. They have no, no prisons? No prison zone. You just have like rehab facilities uh, and that kind of thing? I'm guessing so, something like that, maybe. They approach imprisonment very different in the uh, like the, some of the Scandinavian yeah. countries and in Europe in general. Okay, good start for Carl and Will. Carl? We've talked about the CN Tower here this morning. We have. Nina Vera is the fastest female stair climber of the CN Tower. Wow. What is her record? 16 minutes, 45 seconds. 13 minutes, 24 seconds. 11 minutes, 17 seconds. Wow. Uh, man. You've never uh, been no. atop the CN Tower, have you? I have not, no. I know it's a lot of floors. Um, 16, gonna, 13, 11. What do you got? I'm going to go 13. 13 is damn correct. Is it really? Wow. I was just going to go in the middle. I had, really had no clue. Uh, David, that means this could be a short game. You have to get this to stay alive, my friend. Oh, boy. Can you tell me, where is the warmest place in Canada... Year-round. So year-round has the highest average temperature, okay? Is it Victoria, British Columbia, Halifax, Nova Scotia, or Edmonton, Alberta? Um, I'll go with British Columbia. And you're still alive, pal. Still in. Okay. But, Carl, get this, three for three, and we're still going to hang up on David. (laughs) 
Carl, what was Terry Fox's middle name? <laughs> Terry Fox. What was his middle name? Was it Stanley, Lawrence, or Charlie? Stanley, Lawrence, or Charlie. My feeling is Stanley. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen Stanley before. It's not Charlie. I'm, I'm going to go with my gut here. You're going to go Stanley? I'm going Stanley. Three for three, the big cool. win. Ah, oh, David. <laughs> Didn't stand a chance. It's the way it goes, pal. We appreciate it. Uh, you get back to class, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, all right? <laughs> okay. Thanks, Thanks man. See you later. Look at that. Three for three. Will Niagara Falls? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Good big brother. horn. Look at you. Good brother. Atta boy. $100. <laughs> you were just waiting, hoping Carl could pull it out, huh? Oh, yeah. I love I it. I knew he had it. Uh, Got you covered, buddy. Never in a doubt. Um, $100 for the vouchers. Lotto 649 draw. Good luck with that draw tonight. Stay in the line with us. Give us. Can you give us one more horn? Uh, oh. Who is this? A uh, huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977. You text this show anytime. Call us to 905-688-9797. Want to give a quick shout-out to Kim, who I just chatted uh, with off-air. It's going through a battle right now. Kim, we love you. We appreciate you listening. Uh, Carl, where do you want to start? I want to start with a question. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's for me. Maybe it's for Drunk Girl. <laughs> Why does it say succulent ham on Brown's Twitter bio? Ham Bobcat has entered the chat. That's correct. It's been a while since Ham Bobcat has entered the chat. <laughs> well, my so a, I'll a, I'll go with a statement first, and then you can yeah, answer. My please. statement is, why the hell wouldn't it say that? Yeah. Have you seen me? <laughs> <laughs> Ask Drunk it, Girl. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. It all. It all. It's like it must have been like a year ago, and somebody. You know what? Drunk Girl who called the machine. It wasn't Drunk Girl. No, who was it? It was somebody else. Somebody else called and referred to me as a succulent ham. Yeah, and they were like. You leave Carl alone. Huh. He is a succulent ham. I thought it was drunk girl. I'm going to have to go back yeah. and find the audio. Yeah. I'm going to go review the tape in a few minutes. That was that, and I thought it was a funny thing to put in my Twitter bio because I never know what to write in a Twitter bio other than where I work. And it's me. I don't, I don't know. I just tweet about wrestling. Um, <laughs> here's one for you. Uh, we, we gave away Glorious Suns tickets uh, last week, and I talked to a few people in the text box who are winners. Saying, when are they going to reach out? I said, there's lots of time. The concert's not till February next, <laughs> next year. Yeah. What was the last concert you went to? Hmm, that's a good question. I know mine, and I can go with it here if you want to peruse the yeah, depths okay. of your brain. Yeah. I'm going back to April of 2019, and I took my sister for her birthday to a... Uh, night with Neil Young at uh, it was a, I think it was the Queen Elizabeth Theater in Vancouver, and it was an acoustic show, just Neil on stage with uh, various instruments. And as a fun little surprise uh, for an opening act, which was not advertised, Elvis Costello came out and played like a five-song opening set. Oh, really? Lives in Vancouver. Yeah. Is your sister as big of a Neil Young fan as you, or did you drag her to that like a proud papa? Uh, I didn't drag. I did not drag her to it. Uh, we we've both. Uh, that's the second time we've seen Neil Young together. Oh, so okay. either she's humoring me or she also really enjoys herself there. How many times did you cry? 
at this show? Yeah. Maybe twice. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> listening to live Neil Young, that'll get him going. And sharing a moment with his sister, that'll yeah, get him going. That's up there. What about you? Last show you've been to? A, I believe it was City in Color. I saw yeah. them in Kingston. I don't. I think it was like October of 2019. There you go. I want to say. It was real good, though. It was a great show. Would you rather never get popcorn kernels stuck in your teeth again or never get brain freeze again? Oh, it's the popcorn kernels. It's the kernels, for yeah. sure. Brain freeze gone, like, 30 seconds. You ever get a kernel really stuck in there or find one, like, days after? Yeah, no, it it's... Yeah, the popcorn kernel thing way more inconveniences your life yep. than the the brain freeze. Mm-hmm. A brain freeze can suck. Yeah, but you move on with your life. Yeah, it's gone. Thirty seconds, forty five seconds, maybe. Although with the brain tongue freeze, on the, tongue on the roof of your mouth, just focus for a minute. It's gone. Is that what you do? That's what I do. Oh. The thing about the brain freeze is, I feel stupid after because I'm like, have some restraint, you idiot. And like you're you the king of you're the king of no restraint when you get sweets in front of you. That's just it. So I'm like, yeah. you are you're an idiot. You couldn't even like eat slowly, like grow up. The just popcorn enjoy kernel. This, take your time. Yeah, the popcorn kernel. Yeah. Though, there's nothing you can do about that. You had a movie though. You find one stuck back there. You're dealing with the whole time. You're distracted. You missed the whole plot of Fast Nine. Um, oh what? <laughs> there's no plot. They drive fast. Things blow up. There John you Cena's go. in it. Yeah. Two more, really quickly. Summer Olympic event that you would be the worst at. The the running one. My ankle can't stand that. No sprinting. Pole vault. Pole vault. <laughs> pole vault. There is no pole nor body control in my end long enough to make that other than just a terrible scene. Oh, well, now we gotta try it. Last of the bunch here. How come I never hear you slugs play Maiden? Well, it's because you're not up early enough. We yeah. play him at like 5.30 in the morning for a morning banger all the time. Yeah. Call us slugs? Slugs. A sponge. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't mm. Now, I, see, what? I am, I don't know what to do here because I kind of want to play Maiden. Yeah. I don't want to reward somebody who called us slugs, though. <laughs> you going to withdraw the Maiden? You get to lay the hammer down here. Maiden uh, see, or no maiden. I know people are going to like the maiden, but I don't want yeah. Slug Guy to think he gets his way. I'm not happy about this at all. What I don't. Do? I, I'm what officially in a lose-lose situation, Carl. <laughs> what are you going to do? I will say this. I'm going to play mm-hmm. maiden, and Slug Guy, you <laughs> Under can protest. suck it. You Under can protest. suck it. This is for everybody but you, Slug Guy. Let's run to the hills. Hit that <laughs> oh, there you go. Play Maiden for me, pal. It's for that person that just texted. Not said, you, slug he guy. Said, play it and I withdraw. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl. Before we get out of here, what did we learn on the show today, pal? What did we learn, man? We learned that uh, if you're smuggling drugs, it's best to double check your GPS directions. Mm. Yeah. It's very important. <laughs> Woman was trying to go from Michigan to Rochester, New York. Yeah. And, and the fastest route had her crossing into Ontario. Sarnia. The big Sarnia. blue bridge. It's actually the border crossing that I came across mm-hmm. when I entered Ontario for the first time. You should head back there. The park underneath the bridge, yeah. awesome. Mm. It's great. Huge park. They've got a really uh, awesome ice cream uh, spot There's right a- by there. There was a snow squall happening. I've been driving for six days when I last saw it, so I should go back there sometime and see it in a different light. It's awesome. It's really cool. It really is cool. 
But yeah, don't do that. Don't try. She tried to cross the border. She had four hundred thousand dollars worth of meth. Mm Hmm. And is still in a Canadian prison. That's right. Tough one. Uh, We learned, and this is maybe a PSA for all of us. That you don't want to be the guy who gets carried out of a bar while the Humpty Dance plays in the background. Man, go <laughs> go, watch that video over at our Facebook page. It's the most embarrassing way I've ever seen somebody get kicked out of a bar. There's a guy who is, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's unwilling to leave. He's been misbehaving at a bar in Houston. And a security guard with a build that I would describe as Dave Batista-esque uh, just straight up picks the dude up and walks him out of the bar. Picks him up like under the armpits like you would a child who is making a scene and carries him out of the bar and places him down. It's I've I, never seen a human lift another human with such ease. Sorry. If that if that happened amongst yeah. a group of your friends, like whenever you saw that guy for the rest of your days, would you not always think about the time yeah. he was carried out like a whining child? I, of a bar, dude. It would be, it, it would be a <laughs> lasting memory. You would make fun of that person forever. The headline on the video that we posted, it's on the Facebook page, uh, Hits FM, is "Let's watch a man get thrown out of this Houston bar like a tiny toy." Seriously, it's so funny. Don't be that guy this weekend. I yeah. know it's easy to get excited. Patios are open. I'm gonna want an extra round too, but don't be that guy. Uh, we learned that uh, a 26 foot long poop was actually just an elaborate hoax from the 90s, which is I, unfortunate. I don't know if I'm upset or relieved. It was still a good conversation. I enjoyed like, the people. Felt like we all won in the end. People breaking down how they believe the 26 poop uh, foot poop would have happened. <laughs> yeah, how you would favorite. have to commit said act. Uh, we learned that the CN Tower might have led Canada in trolling a little bit yesterday. Oh. That pissed some people off. <laughs> it sure did. It sure did. Even the Habs fans didn't really want it yeah. as they uh, as they went uh, red, white, and blue for the Montreal Canadiens being the last remaining Canadian team. Is there I, anything else we learned? I will say, lastly, thing? we learned that Carl Brown went 3-0 and in trivia. He's off to a hell yeah. of a week, and you can mm-hmm. battle him again tomorrow. We learned nobody won the Lotto Max. That's so that right. draw on Friday moves again, or 70 million, or stays at 70 million with 50-plus max million. So it's incredible. Uh, we'll let you go. Carl, go enjoy that thick, thick humidity, my friend. I will. I'm going to turn the AC up in here now that I'll go off mic. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Ashley's up next. See you, party people. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long. Just turn around and I'm gone again. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it.